You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And now, the Sunday League Pundits, presented by Uber One. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. Uber One is a membership that allows you to save across Uber Eats, Uber Rides, and everything in between. Unlimited $0 delivery fee, 5% off Eats, and 5% off Rides. Join Uber One today and get your first month free. Visit uber.com slash uberone for details. That's the word one O-N-E. Welcome back to the Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. We've got Brett back from LA. Aloha. Am I more tanned? I don't think so. Beautiful. (laughs) Got Greg. Hello, hello. And I got I'm Waz. You know me, hopefully. I don't know. Maybe you don't. Maybe you knew. Uh, Waz whipping out the Oilers hat right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's snowing here in Canada right in time for World Cup season, which is really weird to say. But uh, yeah, we we should start this podcast off with the MLS Cup final and... Injuries happening around the Canadian national team. Yeah, let's start off with that MLS because that MLS Cup, uh, as as soon as it ended, the announcers. Well, talk about even the game before because you went to the. Yeah, I went to the MLS uh, Western Conference semi or Western Conference final, and that was between LAFC and uh, Austin FC, and that was insane. And it really set up that MLS final, and I think especially for me because, like, I was I got to see what LA fans and what MLS fans in LA is like, and it is insane. It was loud the moment I stepped into the stadium. Well, and that's the thing. It's like everyone, they always... A lot of people outside of North America, well, we don't have any, there's no atmosphere in yeah. the matches. But we even, we had the game on in the background when we were filming our last podcast. And it looked nuts. It looked yeah, wild. it was wild. Oh, and they had like the TIFO, they had a massive TIFO that had uh, Jason from uh, Friday the 13th on it because it was the day before yes, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And it was crazy. It was insane. The nonstop singing. All game. So my little story from the match is the guy that was sitting next to me was the guy who sold the tickets. My aunt bought them for me uh, on this ticket sale app. So I went I went by myself. Like, it was oh, just sweet. me. Oh, that's went, awesome. And yeah. I got to just go and enjoy. And so the guy next to me was the guy who was selling the tickets. And his son was actually already playing hockey. And what? that was the reason why he couldn't come to the game. So I go to the game. We've been chatting, whatever, the whole game. And LAFC gets a corner. Bea throws it into the, the box, and one of their center backs gets ahead on it and goes into the net. And I have this video, so I'll set, put it up right, during right. this. But 
I get absolutely none of the ball, none of the goal whatsoever. I'm watching it. It goes into the back of the net, and everybody just goes wild. We go, yeah! I turn to the guy who has the tickets or gave me the tickets, and I go to high-five him, mm -hmm. and he just goes in for the hug. And during the video, all you see is me go around this guy, and I just go, ah! And just this entire crowd going insane it was wonderful it is unlike anything I, I i've ever experienced at a game really like i mean last just almost a year ago we went to the canada games mm -hmm. how, how would you compare that oh, aside it, from the weather in, well yeah significantly <laughs> warmer um but it was insane so much different from what it was for uh canada and the thing about commonwealth where the canada game was that it's so much bigger than the Bank of Amer uh, Bank of California Stadium. There's it's like a, a fraction of a size of of uh, Commonwealth. So all the noise is right on top of you, mm. and everybody knew every song. They were dancing, uh, clapping along, and it was great. It, everything just really led up to the MLS final because LAFC has been for ever since their conception been in the back room almost of uh behind the galaxy la galaxy i mean i was gonna say you say in their shadow yeah there you go. that's a better i couldn't think of what to say I don't, yeah I don't, I don't want to, yeah i don't want to know what's going on in the back room there um but yeah no and, and uh, once they won uh, i turned to the guy i was like congratulations like Kings yeah. of LA and stuff like that and they had to beat galaxy in the el trafico to get to that Austin FC match, then they go on to play uh, the Philadelphia Union, which everybody sat there and said, this is what the final should be this oh, wow. year. And, and it, was, it was first place against first place, right? So, mm -hmm. And it showed. It, it was an insane match. Yeah, no, I, I didn't I have, turn it on until quite later into the game. Yeah. But I, I think I got the good parts of the game because it was wild. I have one question for Brett before we go to the MLS final. Did you have a drink at the stadium? I had four. <laughs> okay, okay. So I, I want to know what were the prices like in the stadium? They were fourteen dollars for a beer at, at the LAFC hey, game. At LAFC, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, fourteen. I, I just said you know that's what? That's fourteen I'm American, by the way. Yeah, so almost like twenty bucks. I sat yeah. there. I was like, I'm just going to embrace it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna mortgage my house and go out there and and pay. But it was good. It yeah. was worth it. Well, you know, here in Canada, like for an Oilers game, you go and everyone complains about the price. Oh, it's twelve dollar Canadian for a beer. I'm like, yeah, you go to a soccer game in the states, it's fourteen bucks for a beer. Like, mm -hmm. you think that's a lot? You know what I'm saying? A very Canadian there. Yeah, like yeah. It. Well, you know, I, I went to the Oilers game on uh, Thursday there. Fucking thirteen bucks for a beer. Thirteen. That's thirteen Canadian. So you're at the soccer game. You're paying 14 American. That's like 20 Canadian. It's a, that's basically a goddamn fucking sandwich at Subway. <laughs> what is the accent? I don't know. But anyways, um, back to it. Yes. Go Canada. Yes. Well, we'll get to Canada in a little bit because we've had a couple of scares <laughs> yeah. here. But uh, let's let's start with the MLS Cup because that also goes into Canada. See, too. I, I didn't watch the MLS Cup final, but I know you two did, and I you I, I know I all I saw was Capo's injury. Yeah, yeah. Demerneck. Which was horrible. That say. was not pretty. We'll get to yeah. that in a bit. Yeah, but f first of all, the game itself that we had, as mentioned, 
The commentators literally said as soon as the game ended that that was the best MLS match ever. That's what I, I wow. Yeah. That was one of the craziest matches I've seen just in general in a, in a long time. And that's in the like. MLS. Not yeah. in the Champions League, not in the Premier League, in the MLS. Yeah. So, continue. Yeah, it, it, it got, so LAFC got to an early lead. Um, I'm trying to remember, it was, it bounced off. It was a free kick, and it bounced off one of the uh, Philadelphia players. The, the, all the goal, the first four goals of the game were all set pieces. Yeah. Set pieces were massive, and, and we, we were even saying it towards the end. We were just like, I, I remember I was going, I'm just like, oh, God, not another corner. <laughs> yeah. It's like any time there's a corner, it's like you were worried it's going to be a goal. Yeah, genuinely, and, and because it, it started LAFC 1-0, then 1-1. Yeah. And then LAFC came back again, scored uh, the you, goal. They thought they had the winner. Yeah. It was like the 80... Something, I think 82nd minute. Something like and that. And then in the 84th, around there, Philadelphia ties it. Yeah. And it's... the best part was I was like standing up. I went to go like leave to go grab something from the kitchen. <laughs> and all of a sudden I just hear, scores! Philadelphia ties it! <laughs> and I go, no way. I thought this lead was safe. So we go into extra time, 2-2. And it, uh, nothing happens in the first half of extra time. Then Everyone's tired. It's all like... Yeah, we're getting ready for, for pens, whatever. Gareth and, Bale does come on, though. And you called it. You called it. <laughs> it had to be him. Greg puts in our group chat, he goes... Gareth Bale, last-minute bicycle kick in the I did box. say a bicycle kick, but it, anyways. And then in the, like, added time. It was near added time of, of uh, extra, uh, well, of for, extra first time. First, what actually... It, you said nothing did happen in the first half of extra time, but that was where the... Uh, the yes. Red card, the red card and the incident was. Was that already in the first that half was in of the there? First half yes. Of Crepo gets his uh, hor horrific injury. Um, it, when they didn't give it a red card, though, at first, I was like, I was very surprised. I was surprised, too. Like, it, I was like, yeah, that's a red. It like, had that, to have been, because yeah. he was the last guy there. Ball started uh, just cre. It was a bad pass back, too, wasn't it? It was really bad. And it just put Maxime Crepo in an awful, awful position. And he, he had to do it, or else they would have scored. Exactly, so. exactly. And he came out, and it was shin to shin. And uh, from the assumption, really, uh, because, again, they didn't, they didn't show, show it because it. it was that bad. They specifically said we are not showing this because it w it's bad. Yeah, and I heard about that. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> well, Brett's, uh, Brett's uh, mic stand thing just uh, fell off. the. So now he's holding the mic. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Anyways, um, yes, no. Crippo, uh, <laughs> they say specifically that they're not going to show it. In a situation where you go, it would have been nice to see the replay because it was a red card situation. Everybody knew that it should have been a red card, but it still would have been nice to see the replay. But in that type of situation where it was that bad of an, an injury, it's tough to see that happen. Yeah. But... I'm saying it, but was it in the first half of extra time? I think it was I, second half. It might have been the second half. I was saying all that, but now that I'm thinking about it. But regardless, Repo, unfortunately, gets sent off and gets stretchered off. And yeah. It's for Canada, who is our... He's our backup keeper right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that is... 
not good for Canada. That means either James Pantamus or Dane St. Clair, who I will never not mention it, kept a clean sheet against Everton this year. Just saying. There you go. Just saying. But let's get back to the goals as Philadelphia Union takes the lead late in the second. But who, who replaces Crepo, though, Brett? John McCarthy. What a name! Yeah, Big John McCarthy. Wow. Well, he was. He got. He was on Philadelphia. Yeah, he was Philadelphia Union's keeper before Andre Blake, the Jamaican national, came in and has become. You don't want to put your mic thing back. I will. I will. Okay, I will okay. Once the, everything comes back, but uh, or once this this story is done, but. John McCarthy was the starting keeper at Philadelphia Union. Andre Blake came in and became the best goalkeeper in the MLS. Three-time goalkeeper of the year. Sent McCarthy packing. In comes John McCarthy in extra time and wins the game for LAFC. Saves all three shots he faces. Hey, hey we weren't there. <laughs> we weren't there yet. But, but it was wild because Philadelphia's goal... He made an incredible save oh, before yes. they got the rebound. It was an incredible save. And it was like Philadelphia thought they won it. Yes. They thought they won it. They were up 3-2 in extra time, like at, towards the end of the game. And I was upset because I did want pens. <laughs> but but Gareth freaking Bale, man. He comes. He doesn't do anything. Liam was talking about this in our group chat as well, and you said this before. He went to. He went there and has didn't do anything. And he's Gareth Bale. He should be doing lots. But all that gets erased with his one moment to tie the game very, very, very late into the game. And again, like you said, you called it ball into the box, and he jumps. Oh, such a! I believe, I'm not sure if it was Jake Elliott who was having a fantastic two He's goals already. Yeah, yeah. In that match, the center back for Philadelphia gets jumped over by guess who? Gareth Bale, and he heads it into the back of the net. And uh, I, I just jumped up and went, "It's Gareth! It's Gareth! It's Gareth!" <laughs> As every it, it was pandemonium. The worst part is that happened on the end that I was sitting on, where he went and celebrated was right where I was sitting for oh. the game that I was at too. So you wish you were there? For that. It <laughs> yeah, been, it would have been nuts. It would have yeah. been insane, man. But it, it, it was fantastic. They go to pens, and like you said, doesn't. Philadelphia doesn't score a pen. Not LA one. missed their first pen. Is honestly a horrible pen by Christian Teo. Yeah. And then I forget the next player first person for Philadelphia slips, puts it over the bar, and then McCarthy saves the next two and they mm. they end it. It's which Gareth Bale didn't even take a pen. No, he didn't. But I, I want to give credit to McCarthy because a two big saves, they were, great saves. Yep. Second one got he got caught on the hesitation a little bit. He came out, regathered himself, still was able to make the save. But on the first one, I think what's very underrated is that he started like right when Philadelphia's taker was about to take the pen. He started talking with the ref a little bit, and the ref was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Like kind of having a conversation with them, and it just got under his skin enough where he boots it. Over the net, and you just knew right there that McCarthy won the the brain battle. Right, 
Yeah. It was such a everything about that match so back and forth. Just when you think you get the the advantage, you don't have the advantage, and it was just it it, it was amazing, a great match. It, it was wild, and it was just it was great. Yeah, it was awesome to see. Why aren't you watching more MLS, Wazzy? I was at my girlfriend's place. Oh yeah, this so, guy. I'm sorry. Then I think the Oilers game. I think the Oilers at the same time. It was two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, they were. Sorry, but it ended before the second half ended. Sorry. <laughs> Not, bad. Not bad. That's okay. But I hopefully lots of you watched it and really enjoyed it like we did, though. Yeah, like I, genuinely. I, what I saw from that LAFC crowd from the game that I went to and then on TV it is unlike mm-hmm. anything I've ever seen. And, and especially going through, and I'm going to really ruffle some feathers here, but of all the games that I watched in the Premier League this weekend, other than maybe Leeds, which did have a lot of uh, Apple watches going, oh, you're in a little bit of a loud area here. There was no atmosphere in the Premier League this weekend like the LAFC crowd. Yeah. And you know why you say that? And so many people are not going to believe you regardless <laughs> what you say. Absolutely were, not. I, I remember a while back, I was talking to Liam about this, uh, before the ninth minute, before this whole, uh, you know, Carolina thing. I think it was a year ago, I made a TikTok talking about how the atmosphere in the MLS is actually good. I showed examples, and people still thought, oh, that's a library. Mm. I, I showed them a clip of uh, which was Atlanta United. They have an oh, amazing nice. crowd. I, sh- I showed an example. I go, this is a great, this is great, this is very loud. And like, it's a library. Wouldn't have leaked louder in League Two. I'm like, fuck. Like, what do you want? Like, come on. Yeah. Give, them, I- give the MLS a little bit of credit and respect when it comes to the, the supporters and the atmosphere because it is there. They, they're trying. Sure, they don't have the same songs as they have in Europe or in England, but it's loud. It's an atmosphere. You know, your your ears are going to be ringing. Oh, beyond ringing, I, I'm telling you. like, it, It's genuinely to the point now where I sit, and if I see somebody that says the MLS doesn't have an atmosphere, then that's just an indication and to me I, that you don't watch football. And I think the reason why they criticize them is, is it when it comes down to the songs part, because it's not as creative as the ones in Europe, because, you know, European viewers will be like, oh, all they say is fight and win. Haha, <laughs> that's so lame. Sure, maybe some of the songs in England are a bit more creative with the players. Well, and this is, I was going to bring this up, because how many songs can you make for LAFC? They've only been in the league for four years. Well, yeah. well to be yeah. fair, and, and, like Liverpool supporters will make a song about Darwin Nunez within the snap of their yeah. fingers, or Shakiri, yes. you know, it's or even Shamikas, or you know, it's yeah. Liverpool supporters it is, are great. It's a, it's yeah, a different. It's a different culture. It's a different sporting culture. And, That's the yeah. thing. It's a different sporting culture. But the thing about LA is that it's very ingrained in Latin culture too. Yes, like yes, it has, 100%. It, It's super close to the, the Mexican border. It has a lot of. Yeah. The Latin well, influences all game. You you hear the drums, right? You can hear the drums just going all game long, and it is it feels like a, a, a South American, yeah. a, a Mexican uh, well, league feel. Greg, you and I went to the Galaxy game with uh, mm. Lu- Lucas and Liam a couple years ago, and it, you can definitely tell it. There was a Latin you know flair to it a little oh, bit. Yeah, it was definitely not what 
the final was there from what I could see. <laughs> it was still but very it was American. Still a, it was still a good atmosphere. It was still fun. It was enjoyable. I mean, what, what caught me off guard was the fireworks before the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like America. I'm like, it's, oh, it's, we're here. Okay, it, it's like you said, it's different. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought the funny part about that LA uh, Galaxy match was not the. The fact that in the supporters section, a fight broke out. Oh, <laughs> nice. Don't know why. It was New England Revolution. <laughs> that does happen, though. Yeah. So. No, it, it was genuinely... Yeah. I, I, I really hope that I can get to a game next season, honestly, because it, it, it was unlike anything. And we were talking about in our meeting as well on Friday yeah. that like Toronto FC has a great... Oh, they do. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, great ultras. Um. Atlanta has great ones. Uh, Vancouver, you went to a Vancouver game this year. Vancouver's yeah. not too bad either. It, it was it was all right because it was a bit interesting because that was the first game back from COVID that mm. allowed fans back. So it was kind of like a still wishy-washy, but it was it was really good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, and it was a good game. So, uh, yeah, no MLS. Just I can't wait for that to come back quickly. Uh, before we move into the injuries that mm-hmm. happened, uh, Alfonso Davis, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners and viewers uh, who reached out to me on uh, Instagram. Uh, Abelin, I don't know if I pronounced this right, but he asked us a question. He said, first of all, sorry for messaging you on your personal account. Please do. I don't get a lot of DMs slid in, so <laughs> I don't mind it. It's nice. It's uh, it makes me feel important. And uh, I messaged you guys the other day on the, your main account for the ninth minute. I was wondering if you guys were have, planning to have guests or give fans to chance to talk to you guys. I'm asking this because I find your show really interesting. Thank you so much. Uh, there isn't many programs in Canada that talk about football and that go so in-depth like yours. And do not just talk about the main teams, but a bit of everyone. It's probably not going to be positive. Uh, I would like. I would really like the chance to talk to you guys about football. I mean, we're, we're open to having guests. It's kind of just about like, how do we set that up and integrate it into the podcast? Right. Cause you know, we can't just invite someone to our little studio here. <laughs> like we're in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, I guess. Sorry. Apologies for my language, but yeah. So uh, I, I definitely want to bring on guests. I think what we need to do is like set up something for zoom. Cause that's how, guest interviews kind of work so we'd like to bring up back like you know brendan dunlop back on he's a, he's a legend uh we've, we've had him a few times so i think we're gonna try to figure out how to bring on guests because we definitely want to do that it's harder to bring on the second you bring on like one person yeah then it's kind of like and i'm talking about like more just for viewers and listeners yeah it gets difficult because then you gotta try. Then you gotta bring on. Yeah, yeah, you don't have. It's, it, it, it's unless it's, it's like uh, we do like just a random draw. Every that'd be once cool. In a while. I mean, that's, I like that you idea win, as you well. Come on, something and you like get that, a, maybe. gotta have your take. You know, it's it's fine and something I, down the. Down I, the I, I like that, that idea do. where we bring on a viewer to voice their opinion. Because ultimately, this is what this podcast is about. It's about having an opinion and just talking footy. I dig right. that. Having fun. Yeah. I dig that. Let's have something. Just air out whatever you want yeah. to talk I like, about. I, I, like, I like that, actually. There you just, go. just air it out. Come, you know <laughs> yeah. what? You know what? You need a rant? We're here for you. <laughs> you know what it'd be kind of like? Mm. Like how we were doing. Uh, yeah, and that remind me. We used to just do this thing called, uh, it was Locker Room, where... Um, called Spotify Green Room. Yeah, now. Spotify Green Room now, right now. It's like, if you ever heard of Twitter Spaces, like where you get into, like, you, you go up on a stage online, you get, yeah, it's, it's like that crap. It was, it was actually really cool at the time. It was, it was nice interacting so with people. bring in people and they could talk yeah. about what, because we were, we were doing it during the Euros. Yeah, so yeah, so. It was interesting. And we got the World Cup coming up, so. So, let's shift to the World Cup a little bit here. Alfonso yep. Davies with an injury scare yesterday. I'll just, that was. We were, we were recording this on Sunday, of course. Yeah, and of course now Maxime Crepeau will be out for the World Cup. Yeah, that's after. unfortunate. Uh, just a horrific injury, as mentioned. Like it was a necessary play, 
But it, yeah. it, you sit here and you go, and you said directly after it, and just going stop league play because now even today i believe it was tyrone mings for, uh, against united he kind of had a little bit of a knock yeah. everyone goes oh that's somebody uh england needs and now uh, more and more uh youngman's son had to get I, I believe he had to get surgery yeah facial surgery on his yeah on his so face there's a chance to be wearing a mask during yeah, the World Cup. which i mean that's pretty cool yeah. young I, i'm always a mask guy but you're you're getting down to a, a terrible time in football yeah. right now, where there are constantly. We are from time of recording. We're two weeks away. Yeah, yeah, it's and there's wild. still another match day. Two match two days more. left. There's two more matches. Yeah, yeah the, the, Bi- Alfonso's not playing the next two matches for Bayern Munich. They've shut him down. He, he, they said he he'd be fine for the World Cup, but they're shutting him down. Plus, for English teams, the next match is our cup matches too. Yeah. So hopefully you hopefully can get that's in. more of a rotational thing, right? Exactly. But for teams like United and Villa, I mean, they play each other. So those are teams that you're not exactly playing. Rochdale. I mean, we know you know who the the game last game before the World Cup is between our teams, right? Fulham versus United. Anyway, yeah, I want to talk about Fonzo's uh, little injury there that happened the other day because it was obviously an injury scare. No Canadian wants to see that, but. I'm more so Gareth Wheeler on One Soccer. Shout out to One Soccer. Good folk over there. They do great work. But he made some comments that I found very interesting. He feels that Bayern Munich should be responsible for Alfonso being injured because he's playing so much football that they're overplaying him. That's like, oh, why why are you playing him in the Champions League when you've already won the group this and that? And like, I mean, I get where he's coming from at the same time. It's like they pay him a lot of money to play. He's their you're, best. You're under contract yeah. for that club. The the country is important, but at the moment, it's not international. Yeah, right? and, it's and, not Bayern Munich's fault that they have these games. He also mentioned like Alfonso is known to be kind of injury prone, but at the same time, if he's fit, why, why they're gonna they're gonna win? play him. Like it's you need to they need to win. Bayern are especially in the league, they're like only in first by like a point. Yeah, right by a point. It's actually it's kind of tight up. You need Berlin. Just yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah. go to that, but later. But but Brett, what do you think? Well, especially, like you said, they're only up by a point. After being down the entire season, Union Berlin's been leading the Bundesliga the mm-hmm. entire year. I, it, it, you got to play. You're there to play for their team, for your team. Uh, you're playing in very important games as well. So does that mean that Leon Goretzka shouldn't play then? Should should Kimmich not play? Exactly. Should Mane not play? You make a good point. And I went to this TikTok that they posted about Gareth Wheeler making this point. Somebody made a comment. Alfonso Davies has played 1,543 minutes in the first half of the season, less than Kimmich and Upakamano, and on par with starting players. So all these players have played the same amount of minutes. So maybe Byron, should Byron be dropping Kimmich? Goretzka, the German players. I'm sure Bayern cares more about the German players than the Canadian players, right? I, I'm sure it's just kind of a thing you don't want. You never want injuries, and yeah, you don't no. want that to happen. And Alfonso has had some, yeah, more injuries. But it's 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 a it's a win loss situation because in the sense, sure, you don't want Alfonso playing many minutes before the World Cup because of an injury scare, but you also want him playing so that he'll be match fit for the World Cup. 100%. You know, you, you want to be sharp, you want that sharpness before the World Cup. So it's give or take, right? And and, so, we're, and we're lucky though. He's not going to no. be better. Yeah, th- the- thankfully it wasn't anything major, right? And uh and hopefully he can play at his fullest for the World Cup. We don't know. Like Gareth Wheeler also mentioned that on Twitter 
He's like, well, is he going to be 100%? Are we going to get... No one's 100%. Yeah. Nobody who's going into that World Cup is 100%. Unless, but you know, Alfonso's not... Unless it's serious, he's not missing games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And in the same breath, now do you go and blame United for Varane's injury? You go and blame Chelsea That's what I said. Yeah. for Conte's injury. Do you, do you go? You can go and take a look do, at. Do these clubs all of a sudden play reserve teams right. before the World Cup? Yeah, no, that's not how it works. All of a sudden, we're seeing Eric Bailly play again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's uh, it's just it's I don't know. You can't really blame clubs for playing their players. They yeah. they're paid a lot of money to play. You know. We see how much money is put in the football, right? Yeah. It's insane. So to go out and ask, oh, if a club is responsible for a player's injury, I don't think that's fair. Well, now you're hearing Klopp going, uh, I don't believe enough people or the media uh, put enough pressure on the initial decision in 2010 to have the Qatar World Cup. Yeah. And now we're sitting here going, uh, the, I mean, players are dropping like flies well, here. I, honestly, it, it is FIFA's fault this is happening, 100%. right? 100%. It's- hundred percent for what? Money. Yeah. And honestly, in 2010, when Qatar got announced to have the World Cup, they never put a single thought, oh, is it going to be in the winter? When, when are we actually going to play this? Because yeah. it gets really hot in Qatar this summer. Oh, no, we have to put the leagues on pause. Like It's... It, it's, it's it just should have... There just should have been at least, like, a couple-week break. Before. Oh, I, I agree. I think right now this is where the, the break should be happening. Yeah. But, and, you know, I, I was reading comments about this on social media as well. Like, somebody said, oh, but during a calendar year, you usually only have, like, during a regular calendar, oh, they only have, like, 10 days off. Wrong, because I looked. Before the 2018 World Cup, the leagues stopped on May 12th, around there, and then the World Cup starts, like, June 11th. So that is at least one month break with one or two matches in between, with that being the Champions League final, Europa League, and FA Cup final. Yeah. So it's like in a regular football calendar with a World Cup, you will at least have one month break before the World Cup between the leagues and the tournament. Yep. With like one major tournament, two major tournaments played in between. Yeah. And it, friendly. It's, it's all just it's different because it's it is and, it's, and it's our first time having it like. This. And in the same breath, you know, these injuries do happen before World Cups. During these kind of the, the the friendlies leading up to the tournament, I re- I remember 2018 World Cup, Kamil Glick up injured for Poland in training because they were playing soccer tennis and he got injured playing soccer yeah, tennis. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know why? Because he tried doing a bicycle kick in soccer tennis. Smart. <laughs> I like it. And we got we bought him out of the group. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Bullshit, man. <laughs> gonna be so mad. I love that. Well, but in that breath, you can also say, "Well, shit happens." Yeah, you know? it's it, it's it's unfortunate. It, I mean, sure, uh, it sucks because you know you don't want to see these injuries happening, and a lot of it does come down to uh, competitive football right now being played in the Premier League, the Champions League. It's it's a lot of football just before the World Cup. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hundred percent, and you see a bunch of Canadians hold their breath because of a, an injury. And okay, let's pose this question now: If Alfonso Davies isn't a hundred percent, I mean, you play who Belgium in your first match, so yeah. he's going to be playing as much of that game as he can. But if he's not a hundred percent for the World Cup, what do we see from Canada? Hmm. Right now, it's no matter what, it's going to be very difficult for Canada. So, if he's not fit, who is our best player, he is 
He's Canada's star. It's not great if he is not fully fit. And uh, the thing about Alfonso Davies in Canada, too, is that he's not playing left back. He's not playing left mid. He's playing left wing. Yeah. And he's playing as a part of a massive, a very impressive attack in Davies, David, and put in either Buchanan or Laren, whoever decides to start that game. I know Liam was bringing this up uh, to me, like, just talking with me about it. He was saying, and I do agree, Jonathan David is going to be very important. Oh, he's, I, I, I think he's one to watch for sure. He's going to be, like, crucial because, like, yeah. Davies doesn't just... Davies isn't like a, he's not a goal scorer like we're talking about. He doesn't play. He creates. But, he can. He can does Jonathan everything. David is yeah. a striker. He's yeah. gonna be so key. The target man guy can track back. The guy can finish too. So yeah, no, hundred especially against yeah. teams that I mean, has Tayshawn Buchanan done it against Belgium's defense? No. Has he done it against? Yeah. Well, I guess he's playing in Belgium, so yeah. Technically, but you know, but. the thing is, with the World Cup like this, this is where kind of stars come to shine out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, this yeah. this could be a, a coming out. This could be a coming out tournament for Tejan Buchanan to show the world this is who I am. I mean, he's already doing. Club well, yeah. Rouge has been yeah. killing him. Well, I mean, you want to talk about Canadians in the Champions League too? Take a look at Stefan Estacchio. Yeah. Guy has been on a tear. He's he putting himself. Him- Another assist this past week for uh, uh, him against his former team, Paco Ferreira. So I would say for those who, you know, haven't paid enough attention to the Canadian national team, you're wondering, okay, who are some players I should pay attention to? Tejan Buchanan and Stefan Eustachio. Because everybody knows Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies, Eustachio, Buchanan, players to watch for Team Canada at the World Cup for sure. Players that are not, you know, they're kind of under the radar still a little bit. Yeah, 100%. So, and again, is getting... Starting midfield minutes and has been a massive part of that. Now, because I'm I'm pretty sure in the last match day, they took first place in their group over Bruges. Mm-hmm. So also, I just want to go back quickly to mm-hmm. when I was talking about um using the uh, last World Cup for an example. Yeah. So the last World Cup in 2018 began on June 14th. The Premier League finished on May 13th, giving most players a month-long break before the World Cup, which we don't have right now. There is some other ones, though, I'm sure, like the Champions League Finals. Yeah, of course, the Champions League Finals and one-off, the Europa League. But other than that, yeah, usually during a regular football calendar, you do have a month break before the World Cup. We have a week here, I think. I I don't even know. Like, when does the Premier League finish here before the World Cup? There's a game next week, and then the first game, if Qatar... uh, Ecuador oh, actually, is, is following Sunday. Yeah, so we have next week. It, it, it depends what what teams playing because like Qatar and Ecuador are playing Sunday, November twentieth. While I'm pretty sure, you know, it's crazy with the World Cup. Also, as soon as the World Cup's over, leagues are right back in action. December twenty sixth, Premier League's back. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and, and at the same time, it's. It's hard to blame them. I mean, they need the where they need to get the schedule going. I mean, cha- it's weird to think yeah. that the Champions League so, group stage is done already. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. It's November. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. 
Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Liga finishes November 10th. Well, I don't know if there's cup matches involved. And then, of course, La Liga's back December 31st. Not bad. Wow. Better than December 26th. Yeah, so... Um, it sucks for wild. the players. But... Try and keep them fit as best they can, and that's all you can that's do. All you can do. That's all you can do. Um, also, a quick shout out to the players who are not going to the World Cup, who are going to really appreciate this break. I'm looking at you, Erling Holland. Um, let's get into some league play. Where should we start in the Big Five? Can, can I start from a league that's a little bit off? Please, please. South America. Oh, oh, sure. Okay. okay. Did you see what happened during the Copa Libertadores? Yeah. I meant to watch that match, but no, what happened? Uh, let me bring up Boca. Because, uh, it, yeah, it was Boca and, uh, oh River my God. Plate. It was River Plate, wasn't it? That would have been a hell of a match. I missed that match, too. Yeah, they're always crazy. That was on Friday, too, wasn't it? Boca Juniors, River Plate, nine red cards. What? What? Nine red cards? Come on. Wait, oh, come on. What? It, How does that, that, that even is happen? That a lot, but it's also, it is Boca and River Plate. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that kind of doesn't surprise me. But how? But that's a lot. When were the times? Th- that match has to be abandoned, right? That's a final. When did all of them get given? Hold on a minute. This, the suspense is murdering me right now because this is insane. How are you still looking this up and you knew it was Oh, nine? no. It, it was... Racing Club. It was Racing Club. That I didn't think it was River Plate. So, Boca Juniors Racing Club, nine red cards. Okay, so how? Um, well, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven red cards in the 120th minute. There was three okay. prior. Yeah. What? Yeah, and in, in, in the 120th minute, you had one, two, three, four, five, six... Seven red cards, and then prior to that, you had so ten red cards actually. <laughs> That's a lot of red cards. I'm 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 sorry. What happened? <laughs> the game like ended, right? Yeah. Like, what was the final score? Two one. Okay. For, for, okay. Uh, Boca. Both teams had a red card going into the extra time, and then into extra time there was a red card in the hundredth minute, 
And then at the 120th, all hell broke loose. <laughs> where one, two, three, four, five, six, seven red cards. One was a double yellow, though. One was, oh, good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no kidding. And so it was a 2 1 win for Boca? Um. It was for Racing Club. Oh, Racing oh, Club. Club. Hey, oh. congratulations, Racing yeah. Club, on your Copa Libertadores. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't comment because I never saw this. Or okay, but why? Yeah, me neither. Why was this given? Why was seven? I, no, I honestly don't know. Okay, you can't just come at us. With bo- I, I I just saw it on on uh, social media and I had to talk talk about it. <laughs> there's just there's just so I I look up Boca Racing on Twitter and the first one that I see <laughs> is just some guy dancing in the club just tossing up red cards. That's basically what this match is. Why in the hell were there ten red cards? Between these two teams, because uh, genuinely, I I have to know because we sat here talking off the top of this episode, going, "Oh, the, the MLS Cup is the greatest match we've ever seen." What in the hell happens in twenty minutes? Because they you you only had two red cards going into that. Three red cards from the 100th minute to the 120th minute, where y'all are just like, "Fuck this final." I, I assume a brawl. It has to be. Came out of that. Everyone just started fighting, so the ref just had to start just tossing red cards and getting people out of there. We have it's, to it's, see I this. I assume that's what happened. Um, because all I see afterwards is just everybody celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> they won, so. Um, this is the most South American football thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, genuinely. Boca had six? It did, And they went to Pens? Did they go to Pens? What is up with this? No, it just ended 2-1. Yeah, it ended 2-1. Premier League. Interesting. Premier League. Um, I don't know how much we must, we've already gone halfway through this podcast talking about a lot of stuff. It's been fun. So try, let's just talk about the big things that happened in the Premier League. Um, Greg, you, you lost to Man City. You're a Fulham supporter. 2-1. How How would you think of that game? Thanks for bottling that for everybody else. <laughs> to be, going into the game, I'm... I would have been very happy with a 2-1 loss against fucking Manchester City at the ITS. But at the end, I was kind of upset. I mean, Jao Cancelo. So, you watched this, right? Yep, yep. That was a red. It was a red and a penalty. Yes. It's deserving, I I think. And no one was really arguing that. What did you think of Kevin De Bruyne going down? Uh, Somebody, we're calling collusion. We're calling something. Because that boy went down easier than a lot of things that I can't say on this podcast. But that was not. There was of, contact, but um, by a ghost, my boy. All of a sudden, the ghost of George Best came by, and he went, and down he went. That is ridiculous, bro. There is no way my boy goes down that easy. Jesus. Wow, that's, that's creative. I like it. Give me um, props on that one. Appreciate. But at the end of the day, we lost 2-1, so it's over. It's I was just say, Julian Alvarez is a baller. Yeah. I I, I was watching the game against uh, during the Champions League. Man, that guy knows how to play fucking football. Yeah, he's Holy really smokes, he's one to watch. It's a good, like, it's a very good backup to have when oh, he's, he's there. I, I, that, that Man City attack is going to be scary. And a lot of these players are, like, you know, young players, kind of homegrown. I don't know, did they buy Julian Alvarez from Yeah, them? they uh, did, because we were in for him, too. Yeah, it's okay. But, ah, it's okay. We have, we have got a nacho. 
just the last thing. It was just frustrating as well with it. Leno should have saved the pen. Yeah. It, well, it, yeah. It, it, I was I was like, Holland's gonna score, and then like I saw the pen like just going. I'm like, oh, Leno has it, and then it just went underneath. I'm like, lots oh. of lots of mm-hmm. crazy results in the Premier League. You had a three-two result for Brighton over Wolves. Um, Which Wolves almost didn't let them win either, yeah. and that's something that we talked about too with Brighton's Wolves. And well, I can't. Brighton's, Brighton's good. Shout out to Leicester. They actually won two 0 over Everton. Yeah, Leicester is actually turning it around oh, right now. Good They're for in like them. 13th. Oh wow, really? But that's how close the table is. Actually, if you actually look at it, like, not like Fulham is only like six points ahead of relegation. Yeah, because at the at the start of that match, they were in relegation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the thing was, was after that match, <laughs> Yuri Tielemans and. Uh, what, what a goal. What a goal. Just, uh, again, he's showing. Worked, he's like that, it's like back to back weeks now, or like two yeah. weeks in between. It's absolute banger. Showing why everybody wants Yuri Tielemans. But him and James Madison, after the match, are doing an interview. And the interviewer goes, uh, and of course, you were far and away uh, the player of the match, saying to James Madison. And Yuri T. Lemons just goes <laughs> and just like starts looking around, going, "What?" and stuff. And I saw afterwards, people were like, "Oh, like it was a joke. He was messing around. He was laughing, whatever." But I mean, and James Madison had a fantastic match he's too. Been, in he's that. been great, and mm-hmm. honestly, I'll be pretty surprised if he's not going. Uh, yeah. Honestly, so. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Um, I said not going to England, not going to Qatar. There you go. Just quickly, sir. Uh, any other results you want to speak of? Right? Uh, you said Leeds and Bournemouth was wild. That was a fantastic match. Bournemouth was up what three one at one point, two one or two nil, three one at one point, and then Leeds just came motoring back and. That was why <laughs> there was photos of people's Apple watches saying, you are in a loud environment. Excuse yourself from it. Because <laughs> yeah. fans were going insane. Oh, we know the Leeds Road. fans. Like, they, they're already crazy. And yeah. it was a great game, honestly. It was a fantastic game. And uh, power Summer, to Leeds. Somerville has been killing it. And uh, I just want to give some love to Jesse Marsh. Yeah, he's been playing good football there. <laughs> he beat Liverpool. Got that comeback. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it's against Bournemouth, but every point well, matters. When Fulham beat Leeds just a few weeks ago, people were saying it's time for Jesse Marsh to go. Mm-hmm. Um, own, so. mm-hmm. Arsenal now one to know since being referenced by Twenty One Savage. <laughs> um, Shut I, up. I, I saw a great tweet about Mikel Arteta. <laughs> 21 Savage wants us to win the Premier League, so let's go out there and be savages. Let's win this fucking game, guys. I could just, in in, me, in Spanish, Miguel Arteta yeah. just doing that. I can picture it right now. And then at the perfect. end, just going, vamos! <laughs> Show um, to uh, Drake and 21 Savage. Right, right now, though, London is red. Yeah, oh, oh, without a doubt. It's, I mean, they're, yeah. uh, I, I watched... I was like, this game was at five in the morning for us. Yeah. So I was like dozing on and off, like trying to watch it. And Arsenal were just in control. Chelsea game. supporters it's, were saying how Chelsea just seemed to be very lazy. Oh, they're not. It's something's not working, and it and it kind of shows that it wasn't Grandpa. It's not, or it wasn't Thomas Tuchel or Grand Potter, because Grand Potter side and Brighton is still winning. Like, yeah, it's the players. So it's clear. Um, something going on there. Did you see Kukurea on the corner goal? No. My boy's just holding on to Xhaka, just the He's whole been time. Not, I like 
He's been not the same player since. He's it's been a real culture. It's just been a culture shock. I don't. Something up is going. I don't know. There's something. There's something going on with the Chelsea players and style. Like I don't know. Some behind the scenes that we don't know. I wonder if it's like yeah, because maybe it's still with the the takeover and everything <laughs> yeah, and all that. It's a little weird. Okay. Brett's a little frozen still. So. Sorry, I was being Mark Kukure on that uh, corner. Uh, Dude didn't move the entire... The ball went over his head. It did went over his head. And he's just standing there going, maybe if no one sees me, they won't play me. Yeah, Brett. So, uh, do we want to Manchester United? Okay, okay. hold on. Okay. Unai. Good so, evening. Brett, United lost to Villa 3-1. How is this Ronaldo's fault? Good why evening. is this Ronaldo? Why, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me, Waz? You tell me why I didn't why watch the match. Really, because <laughs> you had, you were very vocal on the fact that Ronaldo needs to go. Ronaldo needs to be dropped. Please tell me why you want me to feed into your agenda. Right. Yes. Good evening. <laughs> Shut up. I just, I just <laughs> want to know. Unai is back in the prem. Why did Man United lose to Villa? We can't score. And... and, and First of all, it was he had some injuries though. Uh, Bruno, you definitely yes. missed Bruno today. Injuries. Uh, Anthony wasn't there either. Um, yeah, you're right. But uh, the first couple, we almost had the Edmonton Oilers syndrome going there. First couple of minutes of the the first half. Yeah, that one. That's a little painful. Aston there. Villa. But the thing is, is that the Aston Villa that people expected at the beginning of the season? Because they were pretty good when they they came out storming in the beginning of that game. Yeah, yeah, they uh, were good. Um, Leon Bailey looks a different player already. Yeah, Leon Bailey. A lot of people were saying that was one of his best matches at Villa. I, think I would, that it was his best match. I, he had one last year that I would say was better, but he got hurt in but, it. So, but the thing is, also, this was against United. That's true. That is true, and a, I think a, that one was like Leicester inform- or something. United too right now. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. Um, and that is the thing. So I think I don't want to overreact on a loss because I don't think that it was a loss that I, I think they were just better and we need to score. You know what? Luke Shaw has rode his hot wave as he has for the last. Uh, he scored. He well, <laughs> it was an own goal. <laughs> I, th- I think they gave it. They did give it to him, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just think he's written... It, it seems with Luke Shaw, he, he's like the streakiest player ever. Like, he'll give mm-hmm. that... Be like the best left back in the world for a little bit, and then all of a sudden he's just shit again. Well, I'm sure Gareth is hoping that he's going to be the man because Chilwell of another injury yeah. is... I'm talking about another player out for the When's world Chelsea going to take responsibility? <laughs> When's Chelsea going to take responsibility for Conte and Chilwell's injuries? I'm mm. excited to see this Eng- what this England's going to be announced because it's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I and Ronaldo, I you know what? Ronaldo was one of our better players today, so I, I won't. I'm not going to crap on him too much. I feel like he's been playing well recently. I've liked his performances. You had the great assist to Garanacho in the Europa League. Yes, I thought it was very good. Ronaldo, you're playing better, but we'll see if you get into my eleven. And now let's go to the oh, wow. Huh? Probably the most important yeah. team in the Premier League uh, right now because they're not, but they're fantastic. And Newcastle wins oh, again. I thought you were talking about Liverpool. I was about oh, to swing. No, well, Newcastle's third in the Premier League right now. They're, yeah, yeah they're, in the, they're part of the big six now already. Newcastle. Who do they kick out? Leicester, come on. 
<laughs> Come on now. Oh, big, big six. Yeah, big six. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Six. Liverpool's out. Anyway. Yeah, no. Liverpool. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Liverpool, you're right. United yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, but Newcastle's huge results. Southampton. <laughs> Um, no, New- Miguel Almiron scores again. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Stop. I saw this. Uh, I saw this tweet from uh, uh, a United B reporter. I forget his name. It was Jonas. I forget his his name, but his thing on Twitter is Jonas Tanschrog. Jonas Schroger or something like that. But he goes, if Jack Grealish could innocuously chirp one of United's players, that would be fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, it seems if Jack Grealish trips you, you're about to have a revenge season. Yeah, and it's Miguel right Almiron now. is doing... He's, oh, he's looking incredible. like Atlanta United, Miguel Almiron. Like, good for him, man. I, I love Almiron. Yeah, Southampton right now is 18th in the Premier League. So, so did he get sacked? Hassan Hoodle? Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah I probably think it's I, like, I'm not seeing like confirmed reports, but like I've seen like also something saying it. It's like I don't know if it's an actual if it's true or not. From Sport Bible, uh, according to the Athletic FC, so Athletic Football, yeah. uh, Southampton have decided to sack Ralph Hassan Hoodle as manager. So we're, we're getting a lot of managers. Uh... Bye bye right now. So yeah. Um. Anything else you want to mention with Newcastle Southampton? No. Uh, the biggest match, obviously, uh, Liverpool Spurs. Controversy in this match. I also I didn't watch any Premier League. I'm I'm on fraud. Uh, I know Caroline was saying the there should have been. Yeah, Car- Caroline Shred was saying comments about this match. What did you guys think? Well, what happened? Can you explain? Uh, well, because uh, here here's where I saw this and I was like, hang on, because. He was comparing it to uh, the City Fulham game with the, the penalty there. Jao Cancelo absolutely body checked Harry Wilson. Like he body checked him last man. Trent did Trent, too. Not to not that bad. I don't. I don't know. I understand where she's saying like there definitely needs to be consistency because there is absolute no consistency. Absolutely. There. And I'm I, I am like fifty fifty with that being a pen and not, but. I don't know. I I think that should have been a pen. I think he comes from behind him, comes through him from behind. His arm or his hand is on him, and at no point was it a play on the ball. I think it's textbook penalty. And I'm bar just pisses me off in general right now. I just wish I understand you can't stop the games every once in a while, but like in situations like that. Have the ref just go back and look at the screen real quick. Just just run over, take a look at the screen, call the play. Sure. Just right then. Because like, I, I don't remember. Did they, they did VAR, did VAR check it? They might, oh, check they, that they one. Yes, it, they did so. check it, but he didn't go and check yeah, the, see, yeah. like uh, Sometimes I'm just like that, but I don't know. No, I, I agree with you there. And uh, sometimes I find, too, that they're a little too reliant on VAR, where they're like, okay, yes, I could call this down now and give the pen and then let VAR make the call. But I find they're too often going, oh, well, if I was wrong, then VAR will let me know. So, uh, yeah, no, 100%. I feel like VAR is too much in the heads or the back of the head of referees where Mm -hmm. they're just sitting there going, oh, well, if I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, whatever. I don't know. I I, I don't like it. In that situation, I just think, I think, I mean, you know, you know me, I, I, Love Sessignon, former Fulham player. But <laughs> yeah. like he 
I think he went down a little too easy. Fair. That's what uh, uh, Lucas was saying. He wasn't too happy about Sessegnon's uh, play today. But, uh, yeah, no, I I think it was a pen. I think it should have been a pen. Uh, Again, that consistency. Uh, Yeah, I guess, but I still think it should have been a pen. We've seen pens be softer, Mm -hmm. Gibbon, and we've seen... Uh, Hey, Kevin DeBruyne, what's going on, brother? Gibbon, right, so... 100%. Uh, uh, so, go, go. No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, my, my, sorry. My, my mind, my mind was thinking about Uber. This is the bag here, mm. and my Uber One membership, because I just realized something. It's, it, it's not. It's gonna come in a lot of use soon, because it's the weather is terrible. It's very cold. And I don't want to go grocery shopping, but I can use my Uber One membership to help me for Christmas for baking Christmas cookies. So I'm, Ooh. you know, think about that. You know, Ooh. you want to make some Christmas cookies, but you yeah. don't want to go outside because it's going to be minus 25 outside. The roads are going to be terrible, but you can use your Uber One membership to save 5% off and unlimited $0 delivery fee. Yeah. So there you go. Uber One membership, sign up. You, you were talking about like bad weather and going outside. I forgot that because it, it was the time change today for us in Canada. Yo. I thought that was last five week. 5 o'clock and it's dark. I, 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 thought, I thought the time change happened last week because the Champions League matches went from 1 p.m. to yeah. 2 p.m. Uh, Europe does it a week Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's when I... That, you see, that's when I know the time change is happening when do, well, you get Europe, the, Europe is, is a week before. Okay, wait, is that tonight though or is that last week? It already week? happened. It happened. Oh, damn it. We gained an hour. That's why yeah, we gained an hour. Damn that's it. good. So that's we why sleep more. Except <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pitch black at 5. You know, that means more <laughs> hours means more football, right? Um, I guess so. Going back to Spurs, anyway, going back to Spurs, Liverpool. Liverpool, of course, Salah is <laughs> some great goals. But other than that, Spurs just... They can't seem to play in the first half, and partially is that they just there they're playing Antonio Conte style football, which isn't great right now. And then second half, they actually just use the quality of their players and actually just play good. Why don't they just start with that when they actually yeah. start the game? <laughs> yeah. If they played like that, they would have. I don't know. <laughs> would they have won? Probably not. Probably. But it, they would have been in the game. It, it, it would have been, been a better. different game. Kulisevsky comes back in, though, after missing, like, 10, I think it's 10 games, and gets an assist, like, 80 seconds in. Yeah, so big time. This shows how much you, they missed him and everything. Yeah. They, Spurs have been getting hit a lot of injuries. Eric Dyer finally is back. Yes. Yes. What a Every time I, I hate, I absolutely just shit on Eric Dyer, but then he does good. Finally. He does something really dumb. Just absolute donuts plays. So. Donut plays, dude. I Does love that get it. get him out of the in- England squad? No, God, no. They need him. They, <laughs> they need him. That's the sad thing. That is the sad thing. Oh, um, should we move to Italy? Cause Qu- quickly, because yeah, there's a big result there. Yes, there, there's a lot there, of big games. There's a lot of big results, too. Um, the first one that I wanted to mention is the last one that was played in Italy, and that was the Juve win. A big one for Allegri as they more than anything really what is, Allegri what needed. Two nil. Two nil. Two nil for Juve. This is surprising because Juventus doesn't seem to win much, especially when it comes to big matches. And to beat Inter, who got second in their group in the Champions League, that's impressive. So credit to uh, Juventus for actually getting three points against the top of the Italian side. You don't see that often. 
Nope. Uh, also, your boy Chesney getting a yellow card in the 90th oh, minute in that one. I'm wasting. But there was also, yes, yeah. But there was also a VAR call, goal called back from Danilo as well. So a lot could have been 3 0 for Uve. A good match for them. They beat Inter, as mentioned. They are a very good team this year. But the next couple of games for Juve aren't really... Juve? Juve. I keep Juve. saying Juve. Juve you say Juve. Was, was an H? Juve. 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 Canadian moment. Do I say who? What's the difference? It's, a, it's, Juve. it's a silent Juve. J. Are you sure? <laughs> who cares? If you're Italian, you call in the below. Yeah, come just, get mad at me. Is a Juventus Ma. or Juventus? Juve. Just because I say Juve and not Juve. Roma. Oh yeah. Oh no, I was talking about Juventus. The oh, Juventus oh, still because the next okay. couple of matches oh, okay, okay. for Juventus is Hell's Verona. Am I saying that right, everybody? Yeah, I yeah, want yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. Who who have had a pretty solid season this year, difficult to play against. Lazio. Cremonese, who has been also kind of difficult to play against. Udinese, who's been uh, one of the stories of the year. And Napoli. I mean, those go into uh, January, but still, those are not easy games for Juventus. They get that big result, but... Mm, can't do. Can they keep it going? Now? If they lose... They build off if that? they say... Okay, so again, their, their next couple of matches... Verona, uh, uh, Lazio, Cremonese, Udinese, uh, uh, Napoli. Out of those matches, say they lose three of them. Are you still... Is Allegri still manager? I mean, he probably shouldn't be at this point, but he is, and I, I, I think they will just stick with him. Oh, well, was he? Hmm? If they lose three of the next six, is Allegri still manager? Probably, because Juventus have yet to sock him. That's yeah, insane. That, that's that's, that's so like, wrong, like, though. The fact they haven't sacked him is ridiculous. You know, that happened in the Premier League. You know he's gone. Oh, yeah. yeah it happens to you. are gone. Well, I mean, maybe Thomas Tuchel will take over Juventus, but I don't know. <laughs> that um, would be bad. Yeah, also Napoli won in... Uh, that was a, it was a good game. Uh, I think this first is... versus second, going at it. Mm-hmm. I know this is early, but it might be Napoli's year in the in the Serie A. It's, right now, it's seeming like it. There were, I think, what, six points clear of Milan? In a six-pointer, too. Yeah, so... That was a, that was a massive game. In at Atalanta was home, too, so it's... They started off well with a pen from yeah. Adamola Lookman. <laughs> Good to see my boy Zielinski with five assists in Serie A. Poland are going to need him for the World Cup. Please do not play him anymore. We need him. I'll be <laughs> honest. With Poland, it's like one player gets hurt, we actually are, are fucked. Really? Eh? With, with Team Canada, if Fonzie's out... I feel like, okay, I, I believe in Canada as a whole. With Poland, it's like, shit. I know what you mean. I know. I don't know. I, I find Pol- I find Team Canada is a team that doesn't rely on individuals as much as uh, some nations. I know we were winning without Fonzie, but that but was he, Yeah, but here, he, I know, but th- that's the this thing. Is, like, this is Belgium. This, yeah. is, this is Kevin De Bruyne. Canada <laughs> didn't get carried by Alfonso Davies in qualifying, right? Like, they won these games as a team. Players, I'm, I'm, yeah. like I was saying, that's con. I get, it, I get it. Not true. Belgium um, and Croatia, where you have honestly the two best midfielders yeah. in the world. Quickly, right now, go. What? No. Big results in Germany. If we want to move there. 
Uh, well, I ju- yeah, we'll go to Germany next, but just really quickly, Roma loses to Lazio. Uh, Mourinho's not having a fantastic no, season. Uh, <laughs> Still having a good season, but yeah, there's massive games in Italy. Well, if I'm not mistaken, too, I'm pretty sure they went down to the Conference League as well. So, they... Roma? No, they got... Second. Did they get second? Okay, because yeah, because yeah. that was when I was in LA. So, so Bayern are back on the t- uh, on top of the table in the Bundesliga. <laughs> They're back yeah. twenty nine by one point though, because Union Berlin got fucked. Really? Yeah. Oh got, yeah, they, they lost five 0 They got smacked. To who? Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, well, you just decided not to show up against Europe's most disappointing team this year. That's what I mean. Are you kidding me? That see, okay, Byron's gonna win it this year. Yeah, well, not exactly because Freiburg, Freiburg's right, Freiburg's in there now. Freiburg's right Berlin's, there in, Berlin's in third. Fair enough, but Ber- it's not going to be Berlin because Berlin. You have to have that killer mentality if you're going to win, especially in the Bundesliga, where you're either going it's, to have unfortunately. Bayern Munich still Bayern Munich. Yeah, a hundred percent. But again, the, the, a streak is going to end, Bro, whether or not. I, I don't care what anyone says. The the Bundesliga is actually competitive right now. Bayern in the top of twenty eight. Then you got Freiburg in second with twenty seven. Union Berlin in third with twenty six points. Dortmund in fourth with twenty five points. It's kind of competitive. Mm-hmm. Farmers League, my ass. Well, look who just left that those leagues. Lewandowski, Lewandowski oh, and then you have Vancouver running it. And yeah. Who else is in the league? Who's leading the Bundesliga in goals? Uh, Christopher Nkunku. Okay, how many? Eleven. Second. Uh, Niklas Fulkrug, uh, with ten goals. Sorry, do you want to try that one more uh, time? Niklas Fulkrug. <laughs> Uh, for Werder Bremen oh, and Mar- know, uh, Marcus Thuram for but the Bundesliga has been exciting and that and same with Serie A like mm-hmm. Sobosai has been playing well as well he's got six uh, six assists six assists yeah. not bad Sabashlai yeah I like Sabashlai Sabashlai so yeah Bundesliga is nice uh Good shit going on there. Wild stuff. I mean, Union Berlin. Jesus, guys, show some spirit. Yeah, Come got, on. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, it's always fun to see that. Of course, not if you're with. Fan. But like to be first place and then get smacked. Yeah, I think with La Liga, if we're gonna move there real quick, so we we talked about Fonsi's injury, right? Uh, I checked league on by the way. Jonathan David didn't score, so I'm done no, with the league. Okay. PK has retired. Yeah, that was sad. I was sad to see yeah. it. Kind of out of nowhere. Too. Yeah. That, well, Liam and I were recording our podcast on Thursday, and it dropped in the middle of it. I was like, oh, shit, he's actually retiring on Saturday. He's done. Yeah. Like, and, then, you know, as soon as he heard that he might have to wear Shakira's name on that Barca <laughs> kit, he retired. He said, I'm done. Didn't they already do that match? No, no. Oh, I think no. So. no. So I, I, well, there was, there's nothing confirmed, but as soon as he heard there was a chance, he's like, you know what? I'm, yeah. Maybe football is – I don't need to be here. I'll go to the MLS. No, that was actually really sad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look. As long as we've watched football, Jared PK has been a part of it. Literally, he's and been yeah, so long. Now. He was the first team of the year I ever packed in FIFA. In FIFA 12, I packed PK, and I couldn't pronounce his name. I I said I packed. I called Matt on the phone. I'm, hey, Matt, I packed this guy named Pick. His cards are blue. <laughs> And then Matt's like, you idiot. That's <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Pique. Yeah, I didn't know how to say his name. I was like, hey, I got, I got packed pick. He's like worth 500,000 coins in FIFA 12. That was his team of the year. It's actually... Oh, my pack was stupid in FIFA 12. <laughs> Greg, remember when I packed Ronaldo in form? Yeah. I shit my pants, man. <laughs> uh, my mom wasn't a fan of the credit card bill afterwards. 
Manchester United legend. Too. PK, yeah. PK. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. Legendary career, so many trophies won, and, and it's stable to like international football. I, I don't know if I would consider him as one of the best defenders of all time, but he was always a class defender. He was just always in that Barcelona for a while. Like I did see, I saw some comments. Gerard Piquet, oh, one of the best defenders of all time. Like I would say so. One of I, the I best. Would, I wouldn't yeah. put it like top five. Maybe not top five, but he's I, certainly I don't know where the amount him. of defenders in the world yeah. in general. You can say th- like one of the may- best. maybe in this one generation, of the best like top twenty-five. He, yeah. he certainly had. A, I mean, his longevity. You got to give him credit for longevity because he was a, he was around for a while. Yeah, and no, he is a fantastic so. defender, and it's hopefully have have a good retirement. Yeah, if you're certainly watching the Sunday League pundits <laughs> presented by Uber um, One, uh, but congratulations on your career. Uh, who would you say is better, um, Ramos or, or PK? Oh, easily Ramos. Oh. Okay. Ramos right. is actually very versatile. He, used to, he actually, fun fact, I think 2010 World Cup he played right back. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't remember which exactly, he, he but yes. Right yeah. Back, yeah. I just wanted to see. Just wanted to see. We're talking about. What do you say? You say PK? I'd, no, no, no. I'd, I'd probably go Ramos too. I um, just want. I don't know if see. anything else is discussible football. No, no. Again, uh, massive congratulations to LAFC. Uh, speedy recovery to Maxime Crepo and to Alfonso also, Davies. Big shout to Vancouver. They have a CPL team coming. Yes, yeah. yes, that's a good shout too. Um, also, a quick, another quick story just from LAFC, just to wrap up today. After the match, I was on a, a scooter, one of the Lime scooters, nice. trying to fun. just kind of get out of the area and get an Uber back to my uh, uh, family's place. And uh, different type of area around uh, Bank of uh, California Stadium. But everybody was pumped about the win. So I, I'm kind of going ba- back and forth from this area, trying to figure out where the best possible spot to get an, uh, an Uber is. And... <laughs> As I'm scooting past the arena again, there's this group of fans going, Yeah, LAFC, let's go! And I'm on a scooter. And I'm not very coordinated on the scooter. I can go fast. I can do whatever. But if, as soon as you ask me to take a hand off the, 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 the handlebars, I'm screwed. One thing. I, sorry. Go ahead. I'm not done yet. Uh, so we're going through. And they go, let's go, LAFC. And I'm like, sure. I'm going to throw a hand up, give a high five. I give a high five, clean high five to the first guy. Not so bad high five to the second guy. All of a sudden, the impact freaks me out. I jar over on my or on my scooter, and I just go whoopa right on the ground. I have a, a little uchi on my elbow, and I just laying there like this, going ah in front of these people. They're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm good. I'm gonna like get back on the scooter, go into like a Rite Aid to go to the bathroom, and I'm just like, oh my god." God, I'm so screwed. A, don't drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take an Uber. All righty. I, I had to mention one last thing. Shout out to Lukasz Podolski for shoot, an absolute rocket in the Polish extra classa. Really? But he's 37. He scored from half. Yes. I didn't know Podolski was still playing. <laughs> Me honestly. neither. Oh, yeah. let's go. Hell yeah, that's what uh, I'm talking re- about. Yeah, that just makes me think of Patrick Chick, and I'm, I'm so <laughs> ready for the World Cup. Bro. I'm so ready for... Oh! Yeah. Beyond half. Yeah. 
That's clean. Yeah. Well done, Podolski. So he's uh, he's still ripping it up in Poland for uh, Gordon Zabrez. I think that's pronounced it. Lucas can probably pronounce it better than me. But <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out to everyone who listened, tuned in to this episode of the Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. We'll try to have another midweek podcast. It's been a lot of fun to do. We'll see you soon. Go Bye-bye. Canada. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.